Hi, welcome to Two Towns Over. This show is made possible by our patrons. If you want to monetarily support the show, we're at patreon.com slash two towns over. If you can't support us financially, then you can support us algorithmically by liking, rating, and sharing. Thanks. Enjoy the show. Oh yeah, is. maybe it automatically filters out annoying noises. I don't know, but oh, Discord it does. does that. Yes, yeah. cool Discord is incredible like about doing that. Okay, as long as it shows up on Audacity, that's all I need. It did. I checked. All right. We really need a awesome. minimum amount. We so need welcome, everybody. the minimum amount of understandableness from him. Yep. <laughs> Welcome everybody to Campfire Tales. I am Father Donathan. Oh I'm uh, <laughs> you know, I'm here. <laughs> I'm Josh, okay. al- also known as the Kitty Cat King. <laughs> That's kind of hot. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. <laughs> and I fucking hate I long distance found... recording so much. Yep. <laughs> I do too. You're the ones who didn't move when you were supposed to. Hey, listen. But anyway. yo, somebody buy my house. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> anyone got two hundred and seventy-five grand burning a hole in their pocket? <laughs> for the good of this podcast, somebody buy that house. So I have found a story that goes. Oh no! Come on. There we go. Uh, okay. Good. Sorry. My headphones decided they wanted to cut out. So I have found... I fucking hate this. (laughs) I have found a story that harkens back to our most downloaded episode. Oh, Vlad the Impaler? story about Vlad the Impaler. Yes. And a scientific story as well. So this is from Popular Mechanics. And the headline... Badass study suggests Vlad the Impaler cried actual tears of blood. Mm. Hmm. Uh, Medically, how? I feel like that could happen. We'll get there. Uh, Me too. There is a condition. There is a medical condition, and we'll get to it. Or you want to know how they found that out? Both. Both are confusing. So Count Dracula is without question the most famous vampire character of all time. Considering his dark and bloody reputation, it's not a surprise that when people were searching for the inspiration for the character, many landed on a source who was just about as bloody and brutal as it is possible to be Vlad the Impaler. Now, for those who have never heard of Vlad the Impaler, uh, we did a full episode on him well over a year ago now. Um, Those who have Vlad never heard of Vlad the ruthless. Impaler. <laughs> well, there's there are sure people who were there. born, you know, so, they were born in the 2000s or whatever. They don't know shit. I, I'm pretty sure they teach about him in school, you know, like a Who's way dumbed listen, down version. If our education sucked, 
they had a pandemic for two years. Oh, shit, you're right. So, <laughs> you know. I forget, dude. Zoomers so, went through a very they, different I, listen, high school truly, experience. Millennials, we complain, and we have not had it easy. But goddamn. But goddamn. Okay. Yeah, we, we didn't have two years of lockdown during our formative schooling years. They didn't. We didn't. Well, yeah, we did. They, but, like, they watched our country yeah we just suffered almost through literally pandemic fuck no no our country no. has been spitting in the face of student <laughs> activists and the zoomers yeah. have gotten the worst of it is all i'm saying they might be kind of shitty but that's cuz so i'm getting old so that's up you know they do what they so, want to do and it's fine so Vlad the Impaler was a famously ruthless and brutal 15th century monarch who was known for his unrelenting defense of Wallachia, which was located right next to Transylvania. He was especially known for a favored method of execution, impaling. Now it's estimated that he was responsible for something like 80,000 deaths, of which many were impaling. That's a lot. Now, history doesn't give him his monitor. That's yeah, so dude, he, he built a people forest. He did do that. He did do that. He did it pretty enthusiastically as well. Yeah, so he enjoyed every minute of it. Uh, but even the most bloodthirsty of rulers had a to... A people rule. forest? And it's from some of the more... Mon- Ooh, yeah, that sounds so peaceful. Ooh. You notice everybody, you know, shade and... <laughs> the audio is but, uh, it's from nuts. <laughs> I know. It's it's so <laughs> it's, bad that sometimes we gaps, hear you talking two times at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's wild. Like wow. as if you have two heads. This... Well, guys, there's something I need to tell you. I have trained my penis to talk. Oh, God. <laughs> so, it's... Fr- It's from some of the more mundane aspects of this ruling that researchers were able to learn some surprising new things about the physical well-being of an alleged vampire muse in his prime. An international team of researchers recently published a study detailing their analysis of three letters known to have been penned by Vlad the Impaler. While not particularly riveting on their own, they were mostly about run-of-the-mill bureaucratic things like tax collection, they held within them a wealth of data about the famed ruler. Almost like he was a counter, like a if you, ruler of a place. What the fuck are you doing? Try, I didn't want to lean all the way forward, but I wanted to adjust my laptop. Got it. I really want me and Capone both so, in frame um, at the same time. I see. <laughs> Why? You only your super only I'm seeing it. Yeah. I don't care. This is practice for the live event. Oh. Yeah, sure. Okay. So if you touch a peach, peach, if you touch a piece of glass, you'll off. Yeah, when we move and I don't have to use this, like when we record, uh-huh. uh huh, we can do our live event, like our Discord thing. Yeah. Because then I can look cool while I smoke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so if you touch a piece, a piece of glass you'll often see a fingerprint left behind well the same goes for if you touch a piece of paper 
even if you can't usually see the print. As Ladian was prints, writing yep. these letters, his hand, yeah, his hand was resting on the paper, and researchers were finally able to analyze that print without damaging the historical document on which they were preserved. Now, to do this, the team applied a coat of a substance called ethylene vinyl acetate. They then removed the substance and tested it using mass spectrometry. Our spect spectrometry. In that analysis, the researchers were able to identify about 100 human peptides that had been left behind on the paper. I have and a question. Human proteins were also discovered. Yes. It's way harder to interrupt him on this. I know. It's not as fun. I know. <laughs> but my question is, I know, like, mass spectrometry has to do with spinning? Spectrums? Uh, what is it? No, it's something, it's something that you can run something through and it'll tell you all of the chemical compounds within that sample that you give. I'm looking it up. So by doing that, they're able to, they're able to find that, like you know, some of the, they run a hair through. They can find well, this person lived in, you know, Mount Vernon, Illinois, because these oh. chemicals are and minerals are heavy in that area, and they're heavy in the. Hair. Oh, it's like carbon dating. Yeah, Google but says it is an analytical technique that is used to measure the mass to charge ratio of ions. The results are printed as a mass spectrum, a plot of intensity as a function of the mass to change ratio. I don't know what that fucking means. <laughs> so the team that could then use these peptides and proteins to see what diseases or conditions Vlad the Impaler would have lived with. And they found a surprising number. According to the paper, the medieval ruler likely dealt with some kind of inflammatory disorder or either the, of either the respiratory tract the skin, or both. And strangely, appropriately, given the legends surrounding the historical figure, he also may have had hemolacria, which is a condition that allows blood to mix with the fluid in one's tear ducts, and those tear ducts to thus produce tears of blood. Oh, okay. Now, while the recent... Quick um, spectrometry uh, note, it's way cooler than I thought. <laughs> so... You vaporize the molecules in a sample. Hey. Then an electron beam bombards the vapors, which converts the vapors to ions. Uh, because max mass spectrometry measures the mass of charged particles, only ions will be detected and neutral molecules will not be seen. So it basically, it involves vaporizing levels of heat and also lasers. Nice. So way cooler than I thought. Uh, so despite all that we know of the bloody nature... Anyway, we're talking about tears and blood yeah. and stuff. So while the researchers acknowledge that it is highly unlikely that Vlad the Impaler was the only person to have touched these documents, and thereby leaving prep peptides and proteins behind, they remain confident that as the writer, his biological mark would have been the most prominent, and as such, the conditions uncovered by reliab can reliably be assigned to him. Wow. Okay. I mean, really, there's two. There's two people who it's most likely to be, and it's the motherfucker who spent a long time writing it, mm -hmm. or the person who received it and read it a bunch of times. If they did, 
You know what I mean? See, I don't know if they would have read it a bunch of times though. If I think they, it's more likely that it would it would be Vlad's the most because yeah. he would be dragging his hand across as he was writing it. Well, not only that, but it's because of he he Don was saying it's like basically tax documents and shit. Drafts yeah. of laws and stuff. Nobody's reading that more than they absolutely fucking have to. Exactly. And like they're going to read it. Maybe take some notes, mm-hmm. fucking throw that bitch in the tr- somewhere. They don't know. We you know, file it documents. under done. And mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, I mean, I agree with them. That's that's pretty wild, though, to also cry tears of blood. Can you imagine while you're making your people forest, if you did the most dramatic thing ever any in history? And you stood in the middle of it and looked at the sky and let blood stream from your eyes? That is so And then metal. when your men run up to you like... Sir, and then you just look at them with your blood-stained face, <laughs> and they all become your thrall or some shit. Hey, Don, you good? God damn it. Come on. Hold on. That well, was um, so fucking funny. <laughs> Or that story took less time than I expected. I expected you guys to uh, interrupt more. We can't. We, we tried. <laughs> it didn't work. We want to. <laughs> well, it sounds like maybe we can now because it sounds like the delay is gone. This is much better. That's somehow. probably a way way less delay from you doing it on your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Which is funny be- because I'm using my uh, Wi-Fi or not my Wi-Fi, my uh, data. On my phone, so. Well, but, but it's I do also, have. It's also because it's optimized, like the app on the phone is definitely optimized to use data at lower rates because phones can handle yeah. less load than a computer can. So, it might be, you know, streamlined in such that it's better for the audio. Right. Well, now we know. We'll just do it on the fucking phone. Mm-hmm. But since that story was a lot shorter than I expected it to be, um, I have another real quick one. Uh, it's another "We're all gonna die" story. Good. So we love those. I know, oh but it's God. not uh, this. This is actually again. This is science. This isn't like uh, uh, evangelical people saying we're gonna die mm-hmm. because. Okay, hold on. I just would help if. Can't stop thinking. Called to say you love pants. me. Can't stop thinking about pants. Yeah, because you were like talking about you had to take off your case, but you were like, oh. I have to take off my, and then Josh so quick <laughs> <laughs> pants. I know. I was like, damn. <laughs> I hope I hope that comes through an audacity because it was the funniest joke we've ever made on the show. <laughs> Wow, okay. <laughs> Come on, get connected. Come on. I love this house. I hate everything else about this house. Yep. I can't believe you can't get real internet out there. That's crazy. It is fucking ridiculous. Distances mean different I I... things to them. Yeah. Oh, shit. Hello? Yo. Yep. Sorry, I turned off Discord on my computer, and apparently it shut down Discord on my phone as well. 
That's oh, so, that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Okay, there we go. <clears throat> That's why there were four yeah. screens. Okay, I see. <laughs> What's really sad is we're going to be like fucking pros at this right about the time you guys move up here. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. We will never need it yep. again. Mm-hmm. Well, it's see, good I'd to get it Bri- done now because then we c- we know how to do it when we get big. Yeah. And we yeah. end up on last podcast on the left and show that guy who's truly the boss. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who oh, the guy who yeah. called us the Aldi version of the last podcast <laughs> on the left. Yeah. Uh, I honestly, you know, I was thinking maybe Timu or Wish, you know, but that's worse. So yeah. So everybody, everybody who listens to our podcast, you have to put in a quarter to start listening. Yeah, and then you get the quarter back at the uh-huh, end. At yeah. the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's how we cut down on labor. It's why we're able to pay our employees more. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I agree with you, Josh. You know, mediocre should at least be two stars. Right. Is he said mediocre. So that's at least I that's two and a half stars because that's middle of the road. But you can't give two and a half. I'll take a round down. Call it two stars. Yeah. Listen, I'll take one star reviews. I'll take five star reviews. Anything else can go kiss my ass. <laughs> I want. I only want people who fucking love us and people who fucking hate us rating our shit. That's all I want. I don't know why. It's just how I feel in my heart. All right. So even though we've been recording for twenty three minutes, about seven of those minutes was trying to get connected again. So yep. The second story. Um, and this is from CNN, and uh, basically we're all going to so die. So you know it's be- real. <laughs> because I've heard multiple stories about this. I just picked up the CNN article because it was the easiest. Uh, we're all going to die because there is a super volcano about to erupt in Italy. Oh, oh. I, oh I thought it was going to be Yellowstone. Nope. Although uh, Mount St. Helens is also showing activity, and so is a volcano in Iceland. I knew about that one. Yeah. Well, Yellowstone's so, been making hollow threats for hundreds of years. Well, so the most dangerous volcanic threat in Italy right now is one you've probably never heard of. Campi Flagre or the or the Fil- Filigrean Fields. Now, this unassuming plain, which stretches 200 kilometers or 125 miles under the Bay of Naples and the islands of Capri and Ischia, to the outskirts of the city of Naples is a giant caldera or depression left by a supervolcano some two million years ago. Mm-hmm. There we go. Um, it is now the site of multiple volcanoes that have been active for 39,000 years, many of which lie underwater. It's also populated with villas, small villages, and shopping malls, and home to 800,000 people and a hospital that is currently under construction. I would just like to say. I get it, but, like, why? Why what? Why would you live there? Yeah, I mean, it's... it's If it's active, you know what I mean? Are they... Well, it's are just, they are it's, th- it's, it's getting active currently. Ah, it's starting okay. to act up. It's been there, but it was kind of dormant. But now it's starting to act up. Got it. Okay. Okay. 
I so, thought that people went there, saw smoke billowing out of a field, and was like, I'm going nice to build my house here. Yeah. Sounds great. <laughs> Hot Springs. So more than 500,000 of the locals live in what Italy's Civil Protection Agency have deemed a red zone, which is an area encompassing 18 towns that's at highest risk in the event of an eruption. An additional 3 million residents of Naples live immediately outside the eastern edge of the caldera, according to the Civil Protection Agency. Now, the last major eruption of Campi Filegre was in 1538, and it created a new mountain in the bay. Seismic activity in the area has been intensifying since December of 2022, according to Italy's National Institute of Geophysics and Volcanology, or the INGV. An Volcanology is for sure the coolest title to be able to give yourself. <laughs> like, we, we became demonologists, and that's pretty sick, but like... If I'm if I'm standing next to someone and I'm like, hi, I'm Josh, I'm a demonologist. Fuck, I'm a demonologist. And they're like, hi, I'm Richard, I'm a volcanologist. I'm gonna piss myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, and experts fear that the volcano could be a re- reawakening after generations at rest. Oh, you motherfucker! Hold on. Ooh, sorry, ad. Never so, fucked a mother in my life. <gasps> I've fucked a mother multiple times. So the densely populated region, which is <laughs> oh, which is less than fifty kilometers. Oh, 30... oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I haven't used that joke in so long. I can't anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so the densely populated region. I think which technically is... I can't either. Oh. Yeah. Well, does it count if she is now a mother? No. She no. would have had to Damn. have been one okay. while you did it. Okay. It, Heard. If anything, you are, um, what was it, a, a, a motherfucker in pro tempore? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's... I don't think it is either. Um, it's it, in interim motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The densely populated region, which is 31 miles from Mount Vesuvius, uh, is prone to a seismic I'm, phenomenon. I'm the motherfucking intern. The, the motherfucking intern? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, this area is prone to a seismic phenomenon known as Brady seism, uh, which is defined by cycles of uplift and gradual lowering of the ground. The last time the region saw such activity was 1984, when the ground rose 11 and a half feet before it began a slow descent accompanied by seismic activity similar to what is happening in the area now. Currently, in a state of positive Brady seism, or yeah, when the ground moves upward, the entire volcanic zone is also experiencing a surge in earthquakes that has rattled nerves and sent residents seeking safety out into the streets. In September, the strongest earthquake in 40 years struck the region, and that 4.2 magnitude earthquake was followed by one of a similar strength just days later. How big can earthquake? How how big can uh, earthquakes? Ten would be like ah catastrophic okay. destruction. So Got so it. far in 2023, Campe Filegre has recorded more than 3,450 earthquakes. 1,118 That's of so which. That's so many. 1,118 of which occurred in August alone. Damn! Yeah. So this is more than triple the previous year's total, according to the INGV's data. 
more than 500 earthquakes. Sorry. So more than 500 earthquakes occurred in October, the strongest strongest of which hit 4.0 magnitude, followed by a dozen aftershocks. Until the beginning of May, uh, the quakes were almost all under 3.0 magnitude, according to the IMGV. Now, many experts think the local... According to the IMVU? IMDB. Oh, okay. <laughs> so many experts think the local population should be better... That joke was for six people. <laughs> it's... <laughs> should be better prepared to cope with the seismic activity and the possibility of an eruption. On October 5th, the country's Civil Protection Agency laid out an updated evacuation plan, which calls for the movement of half a billion or half a million people over a 72-hour period of time on roads many locals fear won't accept such intense traffic. What? <laughs> I wasn't sure about Josh's joke. <clears throat> I'm still not. But uh turns out I was right. <laughs> it's, it's an old. Wow. Old. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, so the last time... You're going to have to Google that one for yourselves. We don't have time. So the last time such a plan had been studied was in 2019, and the findings showed the evacuation plan was lacking. Carlo Doglioni... Uh, head of the INGV, gave testimony on the potential outcomes of a seismic activity before the Italian government's Environmental Commission's lower chamber on September 28th. He said, there are two possible scenarios relating to the evolution of the situation in Campe Flegre. The best is that the ongoing Brady seism crisis ends, as happened in 1983-84. to 84. The worst is an eruption similar to that of 1538. It's an evolution that we do not know and that we are monitoring. So Dr. Giuseppe De Natale, or Natalie, a research director at the INGV in Naples, said the current cycle of uplift is associated with pressure below the surface of the caldera, saying we don't know exactly the depths of the increase of pressure. It could be between zero and three and a half kilometers. That's a lot of yeah. difference. Yeah, that's a pretty fucking wide berth. <laughs> So there are two hypotheses as to what could be causing the current increase in seismic activity at Campe Filegre, according to Dr. Natalia. The first and potentially... Global warming. <laughs> no, the first and potentially most dangerous possibility is that it could be an intrusion of magma coming from the magma chamber located about eight kilometers deep. The second, which he said is more likely, is that there is a large degassing of gases created by the magma coming from the deep magma chamber. So the magma is farting. Yes. Yeah, basically. So th I don't know why literally volcanologists are so stupid because just go put gas X in it. <laughs> I mean, Bino before. Bino <laughs> before gas. and there'll be no eruption after. <laughs> we need volcanic Bino is what exactly. you're saying. Yeah. I'm going to be a millionaire. <laughs> did you intentionally or did you just was a happy accident that you said Bino eruption? That's that's the that's the, the, the Bino the commercial volcanic. Oh, okay. The, yeah, yeah. Take Bino before, and there'll be no gas after. Gotcha. Okay. So I thought you were smarter. You should have just gone with said you made it up. I can't take credit for that. That was some <laughs> marketing guy in like two thousand four. So um, the problem is the rocks. He said the shallow rocks cannot hold levels of pressure, hold high levels of pressure. So if the pressure increases too much, there could happen complete fracturing of the rocks and which is generally the cause of the eruption of a volcano 
Now, Dr. Benedetto DeVivo, a retired professor of geochemistry at the University of Naples and an expert on bradyseism, agrees that the crater is degassing and doesn't think that the rising land is due to magma alone. These gases, he believes, are caused by the magma below the caldera receding, not rising. But he said it is impossible to know exactly what is happening. Uh, he said that we can... I'm not following, honestly. Basically, basically we're what not I'm hearing is yeah. nobody knows what the fuck is going on, actually. Right. They're like, this is why volcanoes <clears throat> generally do this sometimes. Well, you know, scientists never agree. That's true. So they've uh, said that's why when they say when they say four out of five dentists, yes, don't uh-huh. like it's they're not scientists, so it's fine. Well, to they're say also that. cherry picked dentists. Well, yep, you know. So in spite of objections by a local resident that or local residents that drilling could trigger more seismic activity, Doctor Natalia, you know what science does agree on, huh? Global warming. We call it's it like ninety five percent or some shit. Oh yeah. Like when science agrees, fucking get your shit together. That's yeah, exactly. If the entire if the, if the large majority of the scientific community actually agrees on something, it's definitely real. Oh, that reminds me. Pastor Greg Locke is now telling his congregation that we never went to the moon. Sick. And you have to sue your brain for non-support if you believe that. that was- I can sue my brain. Apparently, I what? If you're Greg Locke, you can. Holy shit, Greg Locke. What? So, Yo, if I can sue my brain for damages, I'm going to be rich. <laughs> so, Same, but <laughs> In spite of objections by the local residents that drilling could trigger more seismic activity, Dr. Natalia won approval in 2009 to lead a team of volcano experts from 18 countries in 2012 on a mission to drill a pilot hole 1,644 feet deep into the caldera. This is the plot of Gurren Lagann, I'm pretty sure. The pot, plot for what? I didn't see Gurren Lagann. I didn't see it, but I've seen too many uh, weebs break it down on YouTube. Ah. <laughs> and it's de- it's a dr- it's a drill. He's a driller. He's a guy who drills. Heard. That's what he does. He's, he he logins the Gurrens. He logins the Gurrens, right. Right. <clears throat> and that's there's a girl in a bikini. I don't, you know. Oh, it's an anime. There's a it's beach anime. episode. Okay. It, yeah. So Rosa Russo, your <laughs> Volino, uh, who was mayor of Naples at the time, halted the drilling project before it began, citing concerns to the population. In 2012, after she left office, the project was briefly reinstated by the new mayor, Luigi de Magistris. But by the fun, by then, the funding... Italy is just a whimsical place. <laughs> yeah. Not like in a yeah. fun way. No. But by like in an eldritch kind of way. <laughs> yeah, in like a whimsical little fellow that burned your house down like kind like, of way. Uh the unseely fae, those ones, yeah. the darker ones, uh-huh. the like the winter side yeah. for all my fantasy. The ones with the black wings. Nerds. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Dr. Natalia said that there was no plan to resume drilling at the current city and the current current city government told CNN that there are areas of greater concern from a budgetary standpoint when it comes to city projects, including developing and better evacuation plans for both Mount Vesuvius and the Campe Flegre area. Um, let's see here. So scientists have a 2000 year record of activity on Campe Flegre pillars at the Roman temple of Seraphis in the city of Pizzuli in the middle of the caldera, which were evacuated in the 18th century, show evidence of holes made by mollusks, revealing that the pillars were once underwater. 
The base of the temple is connected to the sea by a series of underground tunnels, and the rising and falling of the ground caused by bradyseism has resulted in the water flooding and then draining out of the structure, making it possible to observe the seismic phenomena over time. Um, in two th- uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. In 2016, the regional government designated the Campe Flegre area yellow under its warning system, the second of four levels that move from green to red to indicate the danger to the population for the movement from the movement of the ground. Italy's Civil Protection Agency said in October it would be moving some parts of the area to the next level, orange, given the intensity of the recent activity. The ING... I just... I just... I can't keep it, any of it straight. <laughs> this can go to four. Earthquakes can go to fucking ten. Hurricanes get five. Uh-huh. Like, tornadoes... Tornadoes get five. five. Also five? Yeah. yeah. Like, what... What... what is what uh, what's the scale i don't know how much scale it is yeah how bad is yellow how (laughs) how good is green i think green is great we're we're i don't even think we're green right here we're 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 like clear like a fucking scientologist yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude Yeah, <laughs> we got we Zero got thetans. so or so many thetans. So whichever many thetans, one is better, whichever one. <laughs> Capone left the room when we started talking about Scientology. <laughs> like, oh shit! He was like, if you're gonna summon demons, be you gotta warn me first. <laughs> it's because Capone is a thetan. He's scared. Oh, oh shit! Um, I'm just gonna sure. kind of uh, skim to the. Uh. So basically, well, now we're definitely clear in this room. No thetans. <laughs> no thetans. He's gone. So, um, Dr. Natalia said that if next Campe Fallegre eruption, uh, if one were to record, occur in the near future, would most likely be more in line with the last significant activity in 1538, which created a, a 463-foot-tall Monte Nuovo cone visible in the sea. However, due to the population growth, the impacts of a similar event could look very different in present day. He said that 1538 was a very small eruption that if it were to happen today in a densely urbanized area would be very destructive anyways. <clears throat> and another thing Well, here's the thing, right? Is if it erupts now, the the big problem with eruptions tends to be that the smoke like blots out the sun and we can go into New, yeah, basically like a, a nuclear like an ice age. Right. Well, yeah. if it's like a super volcano. This is a super volcano. Right. Okay. But oh, he, okay. But here's the thing is humans mm-hmm. see seeing forward we punched a bunch of holes in our ozone layer so the smoke can just get out <laughs> i don't think that's and we'll be fine hey, hey. i don't think that's how that works <laughs> uh, well i'm i'm gonna need more scientists to disagree well, about it he, before i can here's the thing come to a conclusion because um, i think we poked a bunch of holes in the top for ventilation i don't I think we were try- I think we were trying to fill this back in. So I'm pretty sure. Yeah, this nah. I think it was pretty bad that we did that. So this Well, I we say that now because like no. the earth is dying, but when a volcano happens and all the smoke has holes to escape from, we're going to be happy we did. So it can only it can die only 1.5 times as fast. Yeah. Instead of 2 times. And so if like if we maintain the current rate of planet dying, uh-huh. then we have optimal chance for uh, ventilation from super volcanoes. I don't know. 
I don't think that we're talking about eruptions on that scale well, at all. Here's the problem. Well, I'm going to need to hear the science. So Here's the problem. The, the caldera that is part of this Campe Filegre is also connected to Mount Vesuvius. So if this thing erupts, there's a high probability that Mount Vesuvius will erupt at the same time. And if that's that's wild, and if that's the case, that will produce enough ash to blot out the sun. And they're saying it could be about three years before the sun is able to get through again. But fucking do it! I love the cold. (laughs) Do it. By the way, we deserve it. Are you guys aware that apparently there are earthquakes here in Illinois? Sick. Yeah, I I did know that actually. Yeah, because I asked one of the people that was here to inspect our house i asked him you know what natural you know na- natural disasters do we need to look out for and he goes oh um, earthquakes just like nonchalantly so but yeah apparently right along the Miss, uh, missouri border there's a fault line so it happens from time to time but nothing like like california or anything but that's it yeah that's that or like japan japan has like a weekly earthquake <laughs> so that that's two yeah, little quick yeah. news stories that I have found over the last few weeks that uh, I wanted to share um, and get back into the swing of things. I've gotten a couple new books of bullshit, so we'll be investigating Ooh, them. Nice. Yeah, kind of. Like one is called uh, "Will Holding in a Fart Kill You." Um, so no. I know, but you know. It's it's cool. So they're like incredible, <laughs> high, highly cerebral content. Right. For, that's great. So we're gonna wrap. That's like the shitty version of Do Penguins Have Knees? <laughs> like. I also have a book called Why Do Men Have Nipples? So I think I might have read that's, that I, one. I, yeah, weirdly enough, <laughs> I, too. Like that one's pretty fun. All right, so we're gonna wrap this up because we've got to record the main episode now that we've got everything. Oh fuck! No, everything's good now. This isn't so bad now. No, That's it's true. manageable. But I, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> well. Also, we can hear ourselves very clearly again. Through me? Uh, yep. yep. Okay, well, I'm going to fix that whenever we stop recording this episode. I'm going to go get my okay. earbuds. Okay. So we're going to wrap well, up this episode. give us money. Bye. <laughs> Be good to yourselves. Plant moms and <laughs> their babies. Cancer. Fuck cancer. See, three weeks and they just don't know how to, Fuck how to end recording. the fucking show anymore. All right, everybody. Nothing feels right without Don in the room. It's all wrong. Bye. Bye. Bye.